What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks presented by Scores and Odds. If you haven't checked it out already, just making bad life choices, going over to scoresandodds.com, where you got picks from me, Meansy, this piece of crap right there. Plus, you get access to our nice little prop shopping tool where you can see exactly what we have project for each individual prop. Plus, where the best lines are at. Most importantly, you get access to Grant's Action Lounge. What is Grant's Action Lounge? Well, it's my Discord where I'm throwing in all my picks each and every day, as you can see there, so you can get them in before the lines end up moving. I'm joined today by some random piece of crap. You might know him as Dean78904 or DFSL, <laughs> or just Dean Yolshevelson, which is his given name. How you doing there, Daniel? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Has anyone ever called you Daniel before me? Uh, I had a friend of mine in college call me uh, Dingleford, uh, and then Dingleford morphed into Mr. Ferd. <laughs> uh, yeah, people like to have fun with my name for some reason. I don't really know why. You know, like a lot of things rhyme with Dean as well. I've been uh, told I was mean, mean Dean. Yeah, it's not fair. Like Mean Joe Green is like the nicest guy in the world, but just because his last name is Green, um, I assume he. I don't know if he is or isn't. I'm just imagining. I just feel like he's caught in some trap because it was a name, and then he has nothing to do with that. But uh, yeah, people just like it's a fun name to play with. Apparently, uh, I don't. I've never known another Dean that I was uh, friendly with, so I never really had a chance to uh, you know reciprocate. Uh, I, but it seems like a fun name to play with. Well, it rhymes with things. And Daniel's just funny because, like, Daniel, like, if you took the E out of your name, then your full name would probably be Daniel. That's why it's funny. Yeah. That's well, why it's funny. So, you know, you've infiltrated. Other people have also called me that now because of you. Like, that you've, you've, uh, you're an influencer. It's oh, I like, know. I know. Everyone calls you Daniel now because of me. Devin yeah. does it all the time. Yeah. There's other people as well within the RG community. So, uh, thank you, I guess. Yeah. Not no more time for pleasantries because you're going to derail the show at some point, as you always do. This piece of crap is a pleasantry, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I said no more. Um, there was some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, starting off with bets. I uh, don't have a ton today. Not a ton that I love, and some of them not as great now. Kristaps uh, Porzingis over 20 and a half points. You can now get this at 19 and a half points uh, move because obviously. Bradley Beal is now going to play. Who knows how many minutes he'll end up playing, but I assume a decent complement of minutes. Uh, it's moved to 19 and a half. I actually still really like it at 19 and a half. Uh, Porzingis, what do you think his usage drops with Beal in the lineup? Uh, I did not look at this pre-show. Uh, I would guess it drops about 4%. 0.4%. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of why I was on this. Like, I assume that the line should be... 22 and a half um like he's been he's been hitting the over at this pretty consistently 32 21 23 14 22 30 22 24 like he's been hitting it at a pretty decent clip uh i assume that his usage might take more than a 0.4 percent decrease but i was kind of also assuming there's a 50 50 chance that beal ends up playing so I, I assume 20.5 was the line it should be if Beal ends up playing. Um, so if I 50-50 chance where I get a good line. And now at 19.5, I think it's a full point too low. So I, I really still like it at 19.5. I know that I'm not getting a ton of value because I bet it earlier and I maxed out pretty much everywhere I could. But still, it's a solid overall line. Do you have any problem with that one? No issues. I haven't put a lot of thought into it. But, yeah, I have no issues with that. Works for me. Yeah, one I did take the under on because uh, I think Beal will eat into his usage more than Porzingis is going to be Kuzma under 21 and a half points, minus 106 over at FanDuel. I assume that one's moved 
a little bit, um, if not number and juice. Yeah, it's moved to minus 118 on the under. I still like that one. Beal, uh, surprisingly <laughs> enough, does not affect Kuzma's usage much at all either. Um, about 1%, I think, with Beal on the floor. When I checked, I'm going to bring up Court IQ. If you guys haven't checked out Court IQ, it's literally one of the most useful tools you can get. Um, but yeah, let's see. Kuzma drops 2% in usage. Um, so the fact that his line hasn't moved is kind of surprising to me. Um, only drops 0.37 points per 36, but I'm guessing he's just been more efficient with Beal on the court. Uh, averages 21.18 points per game or points per 36 with Beal on the floor. I think that number is a bit too high. By the way, my only hit, and then this is good for the unders, right, is New York plays really slow. So, uh, yeah, I, I have no issues with that. Uh, I, think, I think that's a fair bet. Uh, Grimes, I believe, was a really good defender for New York. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to throw him on Beal. So, like, I don't know. Jim, but you're not betting anything with Beal, right? You're talking about Kuzma no. presenting us. You know how many Beal takes? Obviously, back for the first time in, like, maybe he's played one game in, like, his last 10, I want to say. He came back, and I don't know if he came back too early and reaggravated or whatever it was. But, yeah, he just basically he came back for a half a game and essentially disappeared again. I assume, like, they let him heal up and he's not rushing back. Why would they rush something back for Washington? Like, what's the point? Uh, they're not going anywhere, obviously. But, um, yeah, that's uh, – what, what do we give him? Maybe 28 to 30 minutes or something like that? Probably not full minutes, but close to. Go ahead and check out line of HQ and see what we have projected for him. Might not be in there yet. Um, 32. We're giving 32 minutes, actually. It's pretty full. Not full full, but close to full. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. I mean, again, they're not going to play him before they need to. Um, Wouldn't so, think so. Yeah. yeah, we currently have Kuzma project for 19.22 here, so... That make that reaffirms my my bet earlier. Um, yeah, it's it's just a too high, too high of a line for Kuzma, too low of a line for Porzingis. Um, Trey you know, Young used to play uh, in in New York. Someone called yeah. us a revenge game. Yeah, that's true. That was that was two full teams ago. Um, <laughs> I also took the Washington money line. Um, I got it plus one eighty eight as soon as the Beal news came out. Um, there's always, Sports Illustrated is always a little bit slow at changing their lines. Line right now, it's offering some value. We can go ahead and check. We got plus 168, I think I'm seeing here. At least that's on the RG page right now, not in scores, odd, scores and odds. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got money line. So the best one is 188 on Sports Illustrated. But again, we don't. That, that, that line's down. That's not accurate anymore. 175 over at Caesars. Um, consensus line is about 170. Uh, so I still like it at plus 188. But again, only offering some marginal value. It's not like, what was it, yesterday or two days ago where I had, um, as soon as Giannis got ruled out, I hit the, I think it was the Indy line. Um, I got them at plus 275 and plus nine and a half points. Yeah, moved all the way down to like minus one ninety on Milwaukee. I ended up betting them live minus one fifty, um, which actually moved to plus one twenty shortly thereafter. I was not happy about, but still ended up making some money. Although I also bet the spread live spread of plus two or minus two and a half in Milwaukee. So all I needed was that middle or for Indy to win. It looked like mm-hmm. Indy was going to win the entire time, and then they got crushed. And I think Milwaukee won by 10 
and that just I made two hundred bucks instead of two grand. <laughs> this is kind of new for you, right? We were talking about this pre-show. You you, uh, you tend to like be mostly on player props, but you're delving into the world of uh, sides and totals now. You're sprinkling in. You're dipping your toes in. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, I've always done a decent amount of uh, decent amount of live betting in total, yeah. and sometimes I just find bad lines. I mean, the main thing is get being able to get huge amounts of money down the player props wasn't a problem for a while. Um, now it's a little bit tougher. Like, I mean, granted, I, being back on Caesars is nice, and that they let me get a ton of money. And bet Fred getting into the mold has been able. To, that's why I don't have a ton of bets earlier on in the day anymore because I wait for Brett Betfred lines to come out, which generally come out around two o'clock and they let me get a bunch of money down. Like I, yeah. think I can get three to five K a day down on Betfred, which is solid. And Caesars for some reason, when they let me back, they just, they don't care what I bet at all. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Keeping that seven star status, Daniel. Is there an eight star or is there, is there, is that it? Seven's at the peak. There's different uh, levels of seven stars that gets you more stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'm not, it, I'd have to do a whole lot of round robins in order to get that, um, which I may. But I can't wait until you take me on vacation, get, get us a nice hotel room. And you know, you know, I'm about to have a kid. I'm not allowed to go anywhere soon. <laughs> well, then, can you can you pass it off to somebody else? I'd be happy, uh, you know, to take it off your hands if need be. Uh, no, I cannot. I, I don't think that you could take my expired ID and pass me. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're clearly six three. Look at that curly hair. <laughs> well, I, I I wanted a, li- a different a different life choice at some point. You know, I was like, you know what, this this hair is not working. I gotta I straighten it out. That's all. Yeah, yeah good point. Um, some more bets. Trey Young over twenty five and a half points. He said this in five of the last six, four of the last five, something like that. Um, I'm projected for close to 30 in this spot, which I pretty much always do just because of his volume, and I expect him to regress back to his norm. Um, match versus Dallas, two-and-a-half-point spread, I think. I got this at minus 111. I still think that's the best line. Yep, currently minus 111. Um, might move to 26.5, I think, before game time, but I could be wrong. Uh, Miles Turner, over 17-and-a-half points. Uh, looking at court IQ, no Halliburton on the court. Uh, how much of a boost do you think that Turner gets? <laughs> um, I'm going to say, that's funny. Uh, I'm going to say it's like 6%. Um, probably somewhere around there. Loading, loading. It seems like a good, oh, it gave me enough time, but I bought you enough time there. Um, yeah, TJ McConnell's been playing amazing in the midseason. We're getting, taking advantage of the absence of a Halliburton. Yeah, are McConnell's lines out yet? I don't know, but like the the thing is, is like Ooh, they uh, are. Oh gosh, I have to hammer all of them. I have to hammer literally all of them. I don't know if because he's been crazy efficient. Um, I I don't know how repeatable it is what he's doing. Basically, is I I feel like we're gonna over value McConnell, and that they're still not fully pushing him. I don't think he even closed last game when he's. A game where he scored what twenty five points in the first half. I don't think he closed in the second well, half. He was coming off the bench, wasn't he? Well, yeah, it doesn't mean he can't close. A lot of times, player comes off the bench, but they're they're in the final five. I mean, um, I'm going to hit everything. Um, 
he's overachieved a little bit, but I guess that's kind of the story of his, his entire NBA career. I guess. Yeah, he has. Um, all right. So first things first, McConnell over 24.5.3 rebounds assists. Um, let me make sure I'm signed in. Yeah, we're live betting here. Um, I just want to make go. sure I get the best odds. This is how the, the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is how the sausage is made. All right, so best line is, for his points, rebounds, assists is over at, um, what's it called? What did I just say? Over at FanDuel. Um, let's check out points. Um, best line for points is over at FanDuel. Um, so we're gonna I lied, by the way. He did, he did close that game. He was not in the first chunk of the fourth quarter, but McConnell did end up closing. Um, yeah. Because I, I know there was a time where they, they did not want to play. I didn't mean to cut you off. But they, they didn't want to cross him and Nimhart over a ton, basically. The coach came out and said that, but they did cross over a, a good bit. Nemhart did not close, which is interesting. He didn't play the last like three or four minutes. But I guess that's when the game blew out, though. They're, they lost by 13. I don't know if I love his assist prop. It's sitting at seven and a half, eight and a half in some spot. Seven and a half with heavy juice on the over. So I'm probably going to stay away from that. I would, too. I'm definitely hitting his over on points and PRA. Um, and rebounds is sitting at four and a half. Um, plus 125 over at DK. I like that still. Um, 192.3 is what will let me get on PRA. What do you think you're going to let me get on points? 100? I don't know. 85.1. Vandal, I don't know why, but they are letting me get money down. As soon as they verify my location, which FanDuel has the worst location verification software <laughs> on earth. It's it's this sometimes is, I have my, to refresh. My like, huh? Oh yeah. This is my stock space. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Boom. Got an extra five hundred down there. Um, but yeah, McConnell's just been absolutely I know he's been hyper efficient, but I don't care. Um, just other side of that game, do you have anything on SGA? Because Indiana is a terrible defensive team and they play fast. And I don't know what the number is at. I, I, I just kind of like was looking at basically players I like, and then I'll see what the, the, the lines happen to be. The numbers have to be I, how high is SGA's numbers today? Because this feels like a game where he's going to crush. Um, it's not that high. I, I, I looked at it earlier, I meant to bet it, I actually didn't. I wonder if there was a reason why. Wonder if I was just waiting for. Um, I'm pulling up scores and odds right now. Superbook has a really good line. MGM has a really good line. Sports Illustrated has it 29.5. Do I want it at 29.5 at minus 125, or do I want it 30.5 at minus 110? Yeah, if it was minus 105, you take the the, the 30.5, but. It's always a tricky predicament, isn't it? Do you have like a general rule for that, or it's just sort of like it's a case by case thing? Um, let's see. I'm gonna check something here. Um, I, I, I generally about 15 points per point, and I, it, it's that that's the general rule. But the higher it gets, the less it's needed. Yeah, minus 130 over to 30 points. I'm probably gonna go with the safer bet of 29.5 because I think he he's always like. He's one of those guys that always ends up right around 30. Um, he's gonna I like him getting over it. 
By the way, Caesars minus 142. Good Lord. Uh, Why would you lay that kind of juice? Or minus 140 on DK at 29 and a half. So that's like if people are out there listening and like they hear you betting that, you you wouldn't, just to be clear, you wouldn't, I'm not, you're not betting. There's no way you would. If the only options were nine and a half minus 142, you wouldn't bet that, correct? Yeah. Terrible bet. Yeah. Odd shopping is the most important thing in sports betting now that it's regulated. Um, People just don't like, like for instance, sorry to call you out, Adams. Um, when you ask, would you take Collins at twenty-two point five points, rebounds, assists? What's the juice? Luca PRA. What line are you getting? It's different drastically everywhere. See, Mister yeah. Greg in chat. McConnell over 0.5 three pointers made minus fifteen one fifteen on DK. That's not to call you out, Adams. I I understand, um, but it's it's different in every state. Like, are we talking prize picks where the expected juice is minus one thirty-seven? Um, are we talking even money at 22.5? Like that, that, that's kind of, kind of my pet peeve. A lot of times, um, is, well, what's the line context matters a lot. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it all depends on what the line is at John Collins at 22.5 at even money. I probably would still do if you're getting minus 115 or yeah, only on prize picks. All right. Do not take Collins at. 22.5 22.5 points, rebounds, assists. So I got him at minus 104 here. Collins? Like I took his over 21.5 at minus 104. I have the no juice line sitting at around, or I have his break even being slightly over 52%. So break even, I'd hit it up to like minus 110, minus 115. Uh, so when you're getting at 22.5, a full point above it, at minus 137, I'd honestly take the under before I took the over on that, even though I like the over at 21.5 at minus 104. So that's that's kind of uh, kind of a little breakdown there. But Daniel, who else takes a lot of usage on the Pacers? Um, Buddy Heald. Who else? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see who you're leading me to. Uh, you want to? Well, we talked about Turner, right? Or no? I already talked about Turner. Turner is the easy over. He's been crushing this regardless without help with Halliburton in the lineup. Then had thirty in the last one without Halliburton. Um, who else? Oh, it could it be? Uh, could it be Matherin? Yes, it is Matherin. I have over nineteen and a half points, minus one fifteen over at FanDuel. Um, just a solid overall line there. Uh, he sees a big increase too. I think he's at the biggest increase at four point two percent. An extra 4.22 points per 36. Um, really like that one. It's very, very, very solid. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's at just 20. I mean, I know his minutes are always kind of in flux. Should see his normal minutes in this one. Yeah, hammer it. Yeah, um, man, I, I really like SGN. You are sorry, Turner is a great pick too. I. I I didn't really hone in on that one before the show, and now that you bring him up, but yeah, the matchup is awesome, and the absence of Halliburton, Turner, Turner should smash today. Yeah, yeah. Turner, um, yeah. I do have his under of nine and a half rebounds. Um, it's kind of one where anytime it gets up to that, I always hit the under. Um, how many times has he had? We'll just go back to the beginning of last month. How many times has he had double digit rebounds this season? Since the beginning of December. Um, I mean, you're leading the witness here. I would say like three. Uh, I think five. Okay. So 
So he's been real close double digits, especially recently, eight, nine, seven, eight. Um, has a lot of eights and nines, but generally he doesn't get double digit rebounds. Um, so it's kind of the importance of a line here. Like if you're looking at how often he hits certain things, like at 10 and a half, he has, or at hitting over nine and a half, he has a very, very low hit rate, like very low, like 20% he hits over, if that, 15%. At nine, at eight and a half, it's like 35. At seven and a half, it's like 40. So the difference in one rebound is generally pretty massive, um, especially with him. So I like the under at nine and a half there. And then uh, let's see what else. Jared Allen over 15 and a half points. We have him checked for like 21, which I think is absurd. That's a big number. Um, no, we finally adjusted. We have 16.3 now. Uh, I was going to say 21 was just a silly line. Memphis about average of giving up points in the pace, but Allen has been very solid recently. Uh, let's see, pull up his game log here. Jared Allen for the last few games, um, 24, 19, 24. And a game before that, obviously, was sick. But he's been in good form recently. Been playing very well. Matchable to probably need him a decent amount with Jared or Jaron Jackson Jr. And uh, Steven Adams should get his normal high 30s minutes that he's been playing recently. I like his over 15 and a half points. So it's a great rebounding matchup for, for I mean, Memphis is a really, really good rebounding team on the back of Adams. But what's interesting is, as far as pace, we know uh, Cleveland is the slowest team in basketball. They're facing Memphis. Memphis is, is the fourth fastest team. So they are gaining possessions. Uh, also, it's interesting as far as this game, the two best defensive teams too. So, yeah, but yeah, there is a leap as far as possessions for the Cleveland playing that much up in pace. Memphis number one, Cleveland number two, defensive rating. Um, but the number is low enough where I think interesting. But we have nothing on Zubak. I know we talked about this pre-show because I guess we're waiting for official Kawhi news. I think it's really, really likely he does not play in the back half of back-to-back. He hasn't played it the entire season. They're already sitting out Paul George as well. Um, I don't know why. They, I feel like they could have staggered those two and have one one night, one the next night, but that doesn't appear like that's what they're doing. Uh, generally speaking, like it's kind of death to be facing Utah in the back half of back to back in that altitude. It's just a tough game. Uh, that's yeah, not bad of, what do you think the altitude in Salt Lake City is? Um, <laughs> so my understanding is like the Denver Utah like back to back is like death in the NBA, especially the back half. So they're both considered to be very high. I'm not sure which is high as far as Denver and Utah, but those are the top two elevations in it's the league. Okay, Denver's one and Utah's Utah's two, right? Yeah, I think Phoenix is number three. Okay, um, but I don't I don't know what I mean. It's uh, four thousand feet. I don't I don't know. Did you find it? Am I close? Yeah, it's f- about forty two hundred. Dude, I just won both both showcase showdowns. I nailed that. Give me my car. No, no. that was a bink. It was not a bink. <laughs> that was a fairly educated guess, knowing that Denver was about a mile. You can go four thousand, <laughs> but it's a pretty big distance difference. I'm high altitude's over six thousand where I'm at. Really? Yeah. 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 And we're gonna keep going. Uh, Sangoon under thirty three and a half points, rebounds, oh. assists, coming off a fantastic. I know Whoa. you. I know. You. How many times do you think he's hit in the last four games? Well, probably just one time. One time is the answer. I know it's a good match versus Charlotte. 
Um, this was mostly relying on uh, our G projections. We have a projected at 30.54. Uh, really liked it in Parlay IQ. And numbers moved to 32.5 most places. Uh, Caesars has it at 32.5 minus 137 on the under. So I got it minus 111 at 33.5. It's moved. So I'm getting. Is this, this is point rebounds? Is this? Yeah. I would just drop this qualifier. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. matters. If he does not play, I do not feel good about this under. Uh, it's still it's still a high line. Like 33 and a half is very high for Singun. But it's also worth noting his minutes have been increasing, and they're like letting him run the show more. Uh, by the way, you know how old Upringe uh, Shangun is? Um, 19 is generally my answer when you ask that. <laughs> In the context of basketball. Uh, yeah, other Jason Tatum uh, reference. Uh, who's no it was Darren Jackson Jr. reference. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's right. Triple J. What is I know you know all. All the uh, all the nineteen-year-olds. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's only twenty. He's actually twenty, but he's awesome. Uh, I love him as a prospect going forward. He, he shows so. I know people want to call him Baby Jokic. I can't remember who it was. One of the players in the league coined that. I think it was Nicholas Batum called him Baby Jokic. I'm not sure if he created it or whatever, but he was talking about him like that way openly. Uh, just an awesome player and like. A lot of fun to play. You know, he's getting better, I guess. And also the minutes, despite the fact Houston, like, theoretically wants to lose, right? They're number one. Hang on, last I checked. I believe they have the worst record in basketball. Yeah, they've lost 11 in a row. So they've been doing fabulous. Uh, but there's a chance, you know, if Cameron Jr. does not play tonight and the matchup against Charlotte, we see a huge game out of Shingun. And I don't know. I mean, I am surprised, to be honest, that they had the number out there because I think – KPJ matters that much. Uh, I would have the over uh, if KPJ was – if I knew he was out for what it's worth. Well, but. you can get it over at 32.5 at Caesars. Yeah. What is our what, – what do we have projections – our projections are projecting KPJ in though, right? As of right I think now. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's, a, it's tough because it's fluid. Mr. Greg in chat asking, am I a donkey for hating betting unders? I hate him. I still bet him, but I hate betting unders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that's the general public likes the over. So typically, you probably know better than me, but I feel like if they if they compiled all the numbers together, would uh, we have more unders hitting than overs? I think so. Yeah. Um, another line I hit that looks like there's been massive movement. Uh, Jordan Clarkson under twenty two and a half points minus one fifteen. It's already at twenty and a half. Well, marketing was ru- ruled uh, ruled in, which yeah. I, assume, I assume that's what affected that. Yeah. Still, that's a decent value I got there. Um, good to know that's moved that much with marketing. I can't uh, Bain, best player in the league, over hmm. 19 and a half points. Uh, I mean, again, that game is, you know, two of the best defensive teams in the league. So, and Memphis, I believe. Yeah, but where is Cleveland better at defending, inside or outside? They're better defending inside, but their defense might get better if Mitchell's out. Possibly, Mitchell I mean, gets a little bit better. They're going to have what Stevens or Okoro in there in the starting lineup. I think they're both good defenders, Stevens and Okoro. They're yeah, not they're better. Players. But I mean, I, would, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the problem. But still, they're worse on the outside. Bain has been in solid form recently. 
He's the best player in the league, and no question. <laughs> um, but no, he's at he's at over at 28 and 25 in the last two. He's been solid, solid for him. Both of those have been blowouts. Uh, hasn't gotten a ton of run recently because the games have not been terribly close. But should see what do we have him projected at? I wonder. Uh, do you have the minutes in front of you? Who are you looking for? I'm sorry. Bain. I can pull it up real quick. Um, yeah, it's right in front of me. Wait, I spelled it B A I N. Why would I do that? We're giving him 30 minutes. That's just, I don't know why they're babying him so much. They're fully healthy, and Memphis doesn't push their guys. And, you know, they're, they have their eyes on the title. They have their eyes on getting a one seed. And, you know, they're, they're not playing like, like Luca's getting run into the ground playing 40 minutes a night. They're just not doing it. That's like Morant is just not getting the numbers or even close numbers like some of these other guys are getting because he's getting five minutes less. And that's really important when it comes to compiling stats. I have a bunch of money on Memphis to win the championship. And I got it like 25 to 1. What's the most fun, uh, like realistic NBA finals? It, I think Memphis out of the out of the uh out of the West. Probably this matchup tonight, Memphis versus Cleveland. Is Cleveland fun? They're they're pretty good. Are they It'd probably be Memphis, Milwaukee would be the most fun. Yeah, Giannis is a lot of fun. Boston's Boston could be fun. Memphis, Denver would be a lot of fun. It's not possible, but yeah. Oh yeah, forgot. <laughs> um, Memphis, Brooklyn would be a lot of fun. Memphis, Boston. I was thinking Ja. Like Ja would be a lot of fun. Like he's the blast to watch. Yeah, I think. I think it would probably be Memphis, Milwaukee, like two smaller market teams with certified studs. The NBA would be thrilled, I'm sure. But yeah, um, I mean, I'll watch it, of course. But I don't know if a random basketball fan in California cares. I mean, Memphis is my favorite team, so I'd love to see Desmond Bain get finals MVP. There, Memphis is ahead of Denver for you? Yeah. What happens when Seattle gets an expansion team? It will be Seattle. It will 100% be Seattle. Yeah. And that seems like inevitable, Seattle and Vegas. Like Vegas for sure. And Seattle. I mean, ironically, Vegas will probably be my second favorite team because I travel there so much. Yeah. Like there's, there's enough talent in the league, actually, I think. Now they open it up that because these are you know thinking about this the other day too. Like imagine like you you can give the dream team a lot of credit for it, you know, and kind of uh, globalizing the game. But like you take out Giannis, you take out uh, Jokic, you take out uh, Luca. Like there's so many good international players. Like you know, and now we we have a a plethora. The pool is so huge. You absolutely could get. You know, I, I know when you're watching. Uh, some teams are like, man, this, these guys are terrible. But you can absolutely fill out two more reasonable teams, I think, in this league. Uh, I think it's coming in a few years. Get excited. Yeah. And do I want to put some money down on the Kings to win the finals? Uh, I I mean, we were talking about this pre-show as well. Like, yeah, the Kings, last 15 games, best offense in basketball. 245 and a half is the total in that game. They've played each other three times this year, 114, 120, under, 120, 134, way over. Last time they played, Grant, 136, 134, 270 points. Man, um, over, obviously. Yeah, none of those went to overtime for what it's worth. Uh, I'm putting money down on them. Maximum FanDuel will let me get $11.50. Okay, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) What's the number? Like 200 to 1? Uh, 130 to 1. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, I'll probably do that a few more times over the coming days. By the way, Jokic, uh, back half of a back-to-back, there's a chance Jamal doesn't play. Uh, Murray was quite going the last night. Bones Highland was questionable. I don't think there's lines after that game yet. Okay, I'm just – and I, I think the other side of it is there's a decent chance Jokic doesn't play. So we have a possible scenario of Jokic playing without Murray going up against Nas Reed. Uh, he's he's going to smoke him. Like, Nas Reed's a fun fantasy player and whatever. He's, you know, he's very useful in DFS world. But, like, if that's their matchup, which may happen. And I think Gobert came back with a groin, and he left that game in the first quarter, like, holding his groin, going to the locker room. Like, this dude is not coming back. Revenge game. And it, he did not. And he's already questionable. I, I think he does not play, but we'll see. Why would he come? Why would he want to come back tonight and just get out? He's already getting criticized enough of the terrible trade, one of the worst trades in the history of the league. And now he's going to come back, even if he's 100%, get absolutely worked by Jokic, who three of his last four games, Jokic has not missed a shot outside the three point range, which is just insane. The dude's absurd. They don't want the MVP three years in a row. That's boring, but they might have to. They might have to. Yeah, that's absolutely wild. With the whole MVP conversation? No, the whole he hasn't missed a shot from inside the arc in three, three of the last, of the last four. four games. Yeah. It's like 25 shots. <laughs> it's just all in. Yeah. <laughs> um no. but I I just I don't if there's no Jokic stuff out there. And the other one I again I'm Zubak, I think is really interesting when Clippers stuff comes out. I'm assuming Kawhi doesn't play, but I don't see anything in the Clippers available. There are Jokic lines out there. I he's he's gonna smash. Um, and Gobert is not even the defender he once was, but like he's not going to come back. I don't, whatever. My guess is he does not play tonight. He's probably not 100%. He's going to come back and get absolutely worked by Jokic. Uh, you know, whatever sort of negative stories are out there, some justified, they're going to be worse. Um, why would he force himself to play this game outside of being like, you know, he's a gamer and he's, you know, whatever? I don't think he plays tonight. Yeah. We'll see. Um, last two bets. Jalen McDaniels over 13 and a half points, minus 115 at FanDuel. John Collins over 21 and a half points, minus 104 at Caesars. We already kind of talked about that. Um, I don't I don't look can, can I just jump in that one? You don't you don't mind? Yep. Um with Capella being back in a Kungwu, those guys are gonna play the five. The Collins's access or ability to play the five is just done now. Which yep. is not positive. It's not positive, but he still should get low thirties minutes. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just, I just think like as far as like an explosion game, or you know, when he would sneak in and play the five for like seven minutes or something like that, that's, that would raise his ceiling. But it's, I'm pretty sure there's like no chance, barring goofiness, that he can play the five now. But okay, yeah, I mean the the, the lines kind of regress because it was at twenty six point five, twenty five point five, twenty six point five. Like the games without Collins, it's regressed all the way down to twenty one point five, and okay, that, that that's a bit too low. Like that that's the main thing. I'm betting numbers, Daniel. I didn't really do the Justin, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's show anything before we get on out of here, Mister Chevelson. I think we talked a lot. We we hit a, we hit a lot of things. Yeah, we did. Did we, yeah. we answer all the questions in chat? Uh, I think so. McConnell over 0.5 three-pointers made. Has he been crushing that? I can't remember. That's one I did not look into. Um, I don't think of T.J. McConnell as a great three. He's a capable three-point shooter. He was a great three-point shooter, but just got to get yeah, he's not. He went four for four from beyond the arc in the last game. That's right. kind of it. 
<laughs> yeah, but that was the that was, that was absurd. Yeah, he, he he crushed last game, and I had I just over like eight and a half, eight and a half points over nine or over six and a half assists over two and a half rebounds. They all just crushed immediately. Right back uh, for, well. 36, for thirty six uh, this season, he's making point five threes. And spoiler alert, he's not playing thirty six minutes tonight. But you just need one shot, so. Yeah, I, I would I would stay away. What's the odds at? Um, I think they're have... facing OKC, right? Huh? They're facing OKC, correct? Yeah, you can get even money on the under. I kind of like that under, but I can't I can't bet a McConnell under. Anyways, we gotta get out of here. We've been taking too long, guys. It's been fun. We'll be back again tomorrow with Denver Dude Bets, I believe. Austin Garrison. Dude Ben Pop. Is that a different person? No. Uh, no. No, different person. My bad. Pause not on tomorrow. <laughs> it's been fun. We're out of here. Blankets! <laughs>